I've only got two slides. I'm going to be very short. Bill, this is basically Bill's show. Well, I've been asked just to give a bit of a background to community solar. Um, I don't have a very good definition of community solar. As far as I can tell, it's just informally any group of people that get together, buy, operate, install, facilitate the use of solar. Um, you might have a better definition, but that's my definition. Um, if you sort of go back into the, the annals and look, it seems to everything seems to have happened in about the past 10 years. Um, so it's a relatively short time period that there's been this community solar around. Um, but it's this sort of great plethora of all these different little organisations and bodies and people doing all sorts of things. Um, so as I can find out, um, it all started in around about 2008. Um, pretty basic to begin with. I think the first one there is probably Sea Change did do a group solar buy, bulk buy, many years ago. When was that, Kaviri? I looked, I couldn't find the date. 2006. 2006, okay, so it's a bit before that. Um, Six, seven, yeah. That was very early because mm -hmm. solar really wasn't coming in until about 2008 on most people's roofs. Um, and if you look through the web and try and hunt for things, you'll find that around about 2012, 13, suddenly there was a great burst of all these organisations, people getting together and setting up some form of company, cooperative, not-for-profit, to install some sort of solar installation. These groups, the, the, the installations varied from something like 10 kilowatts, really small, 10, 20 kilowatts. The biggest I could find was the solar share ACT, which was one megawatt, which was very big. At that time, that was a big project. Um, and so there's a whole range of bodies out there in different organizations. The other one that started about the same sort of time with the charitable Funds. The ones I can find in Australia, I think Karina is the only one that I'm aware of that's what you might call a charity. I'm sure there are others, and Bill may well Bill knows a lot more about this than I do. Um, I put there Solar Aid because I'm quite interested in the overseas stuff. Solar Aid is a, is a charity that um, buys LED lights for people in, in Africa, etc. And there's quite a few charities where people are. Um, giving LED lights to, to do away with the use of kerosene in um, those countries where they're, um, what you say, houses where they don't have, where they're off the grid. If you look back, you'll see that local government in Europe, a lot of this community solar, in fact, it, in Europe, it, a lot of it was community wind, and that goes back to the 1990s, was done through local government. Local government was the body um, which essentially pulled all these things together. Um, in Australia, you'll find there's quite a few local government um, organisations that are involved in doing this, often with this community neutral communities, so you'll, sorry, carbon neutral communities. I'll put there a few examples of small towns around, not too far from us, where they have carbon neutral <coughs> goals, and community solar is very much a part of all of that. There may, there may well be others, they're the ones that I'm aware of. At one level, I think you could call the ACT 100% renewable target a community solar in the sense that it's owned by us, but it's so remote from us, I don't feel that it's community solar. It's quite a different sort of feel to it. Um, ACT, for, for most part, you're not really aware that it's there. There's a few, there's three solar farms in the ACT, but most of it is 
not in the ACT. With these carbon neutral communities, these guys, it's right throughout the community. It's very much focused on the community. And all the, as I understand it, the installations are within the community. In recent times, so these guys seem to, about 2012, all of these guys burst out. And I'll talk a minute about, I think, why they happened at that time. <coughs> Past couple of years, crowdfunding has suddenly seemed to become the flavor <coughs> of the month. And there's a few crowdfunded retailers now. So there's, um, I've got there the two I founded. Well, DC Power started this year, hasn't started yet, but that's one where they're trying to get funds from across Australia to establish what they're calling a solar-friendly retailer. Um, again, we'll get onto that in a moment. Enova, or Enova, I'm not sure how they pronounce it. It's based in Byron Bay. Similar sort of organisation. These were basically set up to try and assist people with solar owners, people owning solar often feel they get a, a raw deal from the retailers. And these guys are springing up to try and fill a gap, basically. OK, back to the next slide, and the last slide. Excuse me, let's get some water. <coughs> what interests me a lot about this is why do people actually get into Why did it happen? Um, What's the history for people actually wanting to get involved in solar communities? And um, my personal experience is I retired in 20, 2012 and I got involved in solar share. And my main motivation was I wanted to save the world in the sense that at that time we had a leader of the opposition. He wasn't particularly friendly. He was trying to axe the tax. Became the prime minister. And we had about two years there trying to kill the RET. And there's about three, well, probably two or three years where there was virtually nothing happening in the solar space at all. The only thing that's happening was people's roofs. There was no big solar going in. And it was left to the members of the community to say, well, hang on, if government can't do it, we'll do it. We'll get together and um, <coughs> we will start solar moving. And SolarShare, as I said before, was about one megawatts. At that time, when I joined SolarShare, I think the biggest solar farm in the... In the Australia was Royalla in the ACT, which is about 20 megawatts. Because now the whole thing's just gone mad, and one megawatt is just nothing. I mean, there's one megawatt's on roofs around all over the place, and car parks and everything. So it's hard to believe. It's only just a few years we've gone from virtually nothing to um, huge, great um, solar issues. So for me, my motivation in terms of adding that was very important at that time, but now my, the one megawatt scheme seems very, very small beer. Uh, my personal interest has gone down to this area down here, which Bill's going to talk about. It's very interesting to see what's going on in terms of people getting into community solar and why they're doing it in terms of money. I mean, some people seem to be doing it because they just want to make, want to make money, and for a lot of people it's purely an investment. They were given a, a guaranteed return um, and people have got some spare cash for just doing it, I think, purely from a financial point of view. Um, some of these things, we've, what we found was that there were <coughs> solar developers who were struggling to get, get funding, were carving up part of their projects and trying to package it as solar to try and get in local people to invest. There's certainly been things like with the wind projects. A lot of them now carve off a certain proportion of the, the wind project and sell that to the local community to get them on board. 
and give them a, a slice of the action. So that's not uncommon now. Um, I've put a bit of money into, well, I've bought the smallest share I can in the DC power just to see how it works in terms of getting better deals for solar users from the retailer. DC power won't be coming to the ACT, so it won't affect us. But I think it's an interesting concept that you can have a retailer which is much more focused on trying to provide a product for a solar owner. You know, this is solar on the roof type person. I, I find these very interesting, these ones I've mentioned, the Jack and Dander and Lismore, etc. I think solar is this, it's a terrific um, technology in that you can see it. So these, a lot of these, these villages, or I shouldn't call them villages, sorry guys, and small towns, they're putting solar on the, you know, on the Surf Life Saving Club, or on the pool, or on the town hall, or on the library, or on the school. Very, very visible right throughout the community. So there's a sense that the community can, is making progress. Okay, sorry, all right, just... just time for five minutes. Okay, that's five minutes, all right. I've <laughs> I don't want to talk. I'm sort of, I'll just, just go on to my last one here. I think this now is really where I, I'm interested in most. I don't think we're going to see community solar making a macro difference in the sense community solar is always going to be a niche. It's not going to offer, in the overall context of things, um, a lot of, a lot of um, capacity or a lot of, a lot of energy. But when you get down to this area here, even very, very small... Um, solar installations can make a hell of a difference. I'll refer particularly to what I mentioned before about solar aid. These are families, say in Africa, no lighting, no power. They're using kerosene to light their, their, their house. And what the, the solar aid, for example, and there are other ones as well, they're replacing those with LED lights. LED lights are much cheaper to run, but light's much better. You're not inhaling the kerosene stuff. If you lock up your LED light, you don't burn your house down. So there's many, many advantages. There's about two billion people in the world at this stage, so I've read, that don't have lights or are not reconnected. So there's enormous solar, solar aid, I think, um, they've sold 10 million, so they've given the lights for 10 million people. There's, there's 600 million in Africa who don't have lights or, or grid power in the house. So there's a hell of a market there. But one little thing, Costs about $10, runs at probably you know, half, a, half a watt, can transform the way you live. So it's amazing what solar can do, the scalability is just terrific. I'm very interested in the concept of taking that low power, um, low energy use which of solar, which they've done for heating, sorry, for lighting. I, th I think you can apply that as well for heating. But that's another story which I won't get into now, but. Um, in terms of helping the disadvantaged in Australia, that's the, the, really the, the theme for tonight. That's um, Bill and Karina. So I'll hand over to Bill.